Robert, I have something to tell you. Technology has now reached a certain pinnacle. You know, like when you go to Five Guys, but other restaurants have it too. I think Moe's maybe. Nastiness. Five well, Guys well, is terrible and it's expensive. Well, well. Worst fries. You know all those reviews they put out there? Yeah. Oh, that's some, some good spuds. You get a good healthy serving of spuds. <laughs> no, man. No, this it's is, nasty. Shit's nasty. That's the South Carolina Yelp review right there. It's uh, all over their cups and stuff and all, written over the wall And when you go in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Supposedly I, they're like acclaimed reviews. No, man. Those are bullshit reviews. That place is not good. Well, those reviews were for the first Five Guys, which I'm sure might have been great. It was probably the best version of that concept. Of course, when you franchise out, it gets watered down, watered down. You know, at Five Guys, they have the Coca-Cola remix machine. You, you, you're familiar with this? Yeah, that's right? in a lot of places. You can basically have your regular Coke flavors, mix it with other trendy Coke flavors, and make like your own special soda, whatever. And there's, I forget how many combinations, but there's tons. Well, we've reached a new pinnacle here. We now have a Kraft Heinz remix machine that has more than 200 flavor combinations. Oh, yes. A machine that lets you choose from more than 200 combinations to top your hamburger or just, you know, pour it in your mouth if you're just one of those sickos that eats ketchup. Tell me who has that. Tell me it's not Five Guys. No, no, no. This is a yearly convention, but it was at the 2023 National Restaurant Association show in Chicago. It lets customers use a digital touchscreen to choose from a range of sauce bases, such as Heinz ketchup, Heinz 57, ranch, and barbecue sauces. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. I mean, depending on how it works, but I like it. Well, it works just like the Coke machine. You know, you get the yeah, digital. Depending on how well it works. In re- in- I, I want to see it like come out. Like, how does it fill a cup or top things? All the individual mixes have to be kept full and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, well, there has to be a worker or a robot that does that behind the scenes. Well, uh, hopefully a worker, because I imagine there's a lot of tubing and it's like beer lines. You got to clean that shit, or else you're going to get some diluted product after a while. Apparently, you can add specially developed sauce enhancers: jalapenos, smoky chipotle, buffalo, and mango at low, medium, or high settings. I don't know how I feel about this. I see a lot of abuse coming from kids on a machine like that. They would probably make something completely inedible and nasty. And again, like I said, I'd love to see how it comes out. How exactly do you top your hamburger and hot dog underneath the nozzle of this vending machine? <laughs> Until you let off the button. It's going to spray to you let off. Yeah, I guess so. Like the, like the, I don't know, man. I just see like a lot of shit getting like, in that little catch tray. <laughs> I was looking at Google searches just now. You yeah. Know, last week you knew a lot of the stuff and I skipped over the sports because all the time those are heavy laden with the sports searches of whatever's right. going on. Right. Like today it's the Kentucky, uh, not the Preakness. Today it's the Preakness horse racing. But you know, people are searching for some like boring stuff this week. So I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> people are boring. That's the news. <laughs> <laughs> this week they are. Yeah. Well, I want to continue a little bit more with the writer's strike here. Here's who to blame. Netflix and okay. other streamers. Basically, the way Netflix and other streamers work is that they have to plan ahead, of course, and they have a lot of material yet to release on coming down the pipeline. And the head of Netflix's development has said inadvertently making a point that the future looks good for Netflix. We got a full slate, so we're not too worried about the writer's strike. That's kind of jerky, man, because studios and, and, and networks, they don't operate like that. They don't go that far ahead, and they usually order more episodes per season than what streamers like Netflix typically do. So they're definitely 
desperate for this strike to be over, but Netflix is kind of dragging its feet to the negotiation table and paying accurate residuals for uh, licensing of their product. It's just new technology requires new negotiations. And unfortunately, because streamers kind of have the upper hand now with content, they can ride out a pretty long strike. And I hate that because that defeats the purpose of the strike, you know. (laughs) But uh, we'll see what happens. It's still ongoing. And um, really, Netflix? Really? So what's new with you, Rob? Spring cleaning all the way up until 4 a.m. I was going pretty steady. It's more like summer, but okay. I swapped out a rug and stuff like that and had to move the whole sectional sofa. Well, some of the throw pillows, which I have an excessive amount of. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to go there, but continue. (laughs) But three that had chicken feathers in them. And it's not chicken feathers. Well, it's some other type of bird. Yeah. Don't they call that down? Yeah, it's got real down. I washed those and they smelled so nasty. It smelled like a wet chicken. I mean, you know, you ever got behind the chicken truck going down the road, they're going to slaughter them or whatever? Yeah, I get the stench of like a stale fart, kind of. Yeah, it was. It was uh, bad. The Febreze flings or whatever, The I put extra ones in there and <laughs> came out smelling nasty. You should probably just incinerate them. I launched them into the woods. <laughs> and then the trees were like, fuck this, throw it back. You're killing off the wildlife. <laughs> well, see, I was going to the dump today, or to the recycling center. Yeah. And I was going to just take them, but God, they stunk so bad, I just had to launch them. <laughs> so you just threw them in the woods. Into you're, a, you're free! Well, into a gully. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, why that's so funny. It's like, oh, these pillows are ruined. Yeah. They, they were bad. Oh, so, God. anyway, the reason I bring that up is so that no one else washes those. It's useless. It's bad. So, it how are you supposed to sm- clean those? It smells like poultry. If they have a removable cover, which one of the three did, you could take that off and wash it. And maybe <laughs> I should have. I could have saved one pillow. But I had three, and I just threw them all in there because oh. it kind of balanced the washer, too. They fit perfectly. <laughs> where it wouldn't be too off balance. <laughs> I actually thought they were the three same pillows until I realized the zipper situation where, you know, only one of them had that. That's when I realized they weren't the same. Ah! And then... Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? Ah, uh, God, what? this is going to sound horrible. I've never washed my... Anything. <laughs> No, no, no. What no. would you have done? Honestly, I, I would have, like, pillows on my couch or something. I would have just taken, like, a bottle of Lysol or Febreze, front, turn around, back. Yeah, if you were going to keep them. I washed them about 1 a.m. Yeah. I did put them in the dryer, so I guess they came out about 2.45, 3, okay. and it was bad. <laughs> I, I imagine it, it would smell it, it like worse mildew than, or something, because you can't get the pillow completely dry in the inside. Well, it was worse than when they went in, and oh, it's just wow. because of that poultry. Damn. I also saw a magician yesterday on um, like a YouTube short where he's got a box with a bird in it, and he turns it around and lights a flame, and then when it flips back, it's got a box of like Popeye's chicken, and he, he starts eating it. Yeah, no, that's a cool trick and a tasty payoff. I like Popeye's chicken, in case you didn't know. It is good and easily, but what happens is the workers are lazy. (laughs) Uh, We're out of chicken. 
Oh God! Yeah. How many that, times does that happen? They're notorious about. You oh, know, you it's want to be? A, you want a sandwich? A chicken sandwich? Like one of our flagship offerings here, and it's got it's going to be a twenty minute wait. And yeah. I'm like, you want wow. chicken? That's going to be seventeen minutes. Yeah. You get it at KFC and Bojangles as well. I, I just I don't frequent that many fast food places to compare like that. I mean, Popeyes well, I haven't been to in a while either. Now that I mention it, all the chicken places are out of chicken. We could cook nah. some, but it's going to be about seventeen minutes. Raising Cane's though, they've always got chicken fingers. I've never eaten there. I've heard they're a tasty franchise. They're really good, juicy, perfectly cooked. What happens is Zaxby's now the fingers shrunk. Okay, I've heard they, that from two people now. Let me give you the whole rundown. Sure. The fingers shrunk. Uh-huh. They are drier than they used to be. The flavor that they artificially put on there is prominent, and it's not that great. Like and the seasonings you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Whatever they slather them in before they honestly, it's probably, drop them in the fryer. It's probably what the meat company does the actual meat. They might bread it there, but I imagine the meat company, at least that's how it was with Chick-fil-A. We never marinated anything like that. I worked at Zaxby's for three and a half hours, and I was a cook. Yeah, and what you do, there's a big tub of chicken fingers. It's nasty. Yeah. You reach in, you try to get like three between your fingers and maybe a fourth one if you're if you're real good. Uh-huh. And then you lay them in the grease kind of this way. Yeah. You try not to get splashed yeah. They cook for like three and a half minutes. Stack them in a basket, maybe 36 in there if it goes full. Yeah. And you just try to... Tear basket? It's, it's like a fry basket. It's like a French fry basket. Oh, 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 okay. You get them out of the raw tub with all the salmonella, and you put them in the batter. Mm-hmm. There, There's a batter. Yeah. And then you drop them in the fryer. So that's how they do that. I mean, <laughs> in their wings, they are all the same, but they have tubs with the sauce or whatever flavor you get, and they yeah. just shake them. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know that from working there for three and a half hours. I have to ask, why three and a half hours? That sounds like a very short shift you left. (laughs) My old boss from Valvoline, he lured me over to Zaxby's when he worked there. At the time, his plan was to get a franchise because if you'd been with him for 15 years or something, you could get one for cheap. Oh, okay. Uh, 15K or something. At the time, they would let you franchise one. But you had to have worked there for 15 years in any capacity. You could have been... Like part-time? Any capacity. I was about to say, if you worked there 15 years part-time and then am able to invest less than $20,000 into a franchise? Yeah, because some franchises are 500K and then they want you to have millions in the bank and all. So, yeah, it's a good thing they do. But anyway, he got me to come over. They didn't tell me... I was a little resistant, but I liked him. So I was willing to give it a try. Yeah. And they didn't tell me you had to be clean shaven. So I worked one shift, just happened to be pretty clean shaved. But I used to get a lot of ingrown. If I shave like super close, I'll get still the most ingrowns ever. Wow. Like my beard hair is bristly. (laughs) And if you get it real short, it just digs in. Uh There's no give to it. It goes where it wants to go. (laughs) Got bristles for hair. The best I can do is use like a trimmer. Yeah. Or else I'm going to have all these bumps everywhere. I went went in for my shift and had like not a full beard or nothing. At the time, I couldn't even grow one. The other manager says, what is that? By the way, how old were you oh, at the time? We keep hitting the mic. Your hat. Oh, God. He says, what is that on your face? I didn't know what he was talking about. And it was my facial hair. <laughs> didn't even know <laughs> what he was talking about. So he sent me home to shave. I was like, eh. Can we use, you know, a trimmer and get it as short as it'll go? Because I could do that. Yeah. And they're like, no, it 
has to be clean shaven. Wow. So I didn't go back. And he, quote, sent me home. Well, anyway, he sent what would have been a good worker home, and that was it. Chick-fil-A had a policy like that that they just, in the last couple of years, lifted. But you know what they have now? If you have a beard or short facial hair, you wear a uh, beard net, which is something that I brought up maybe like a half dozen times over my tenure. Like, why can't we just wear a beard net? <laughs> and it just couldn't do it. Do you look like the dictator from the movie The Dictator? No, 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 no. I didn't look like a mountain man or anything like that. I look about like what I look now. I kept it trimmed. I kept it short. It was easy to manage. It was just me. Okay, at Chick-fil-A, they don't have like franchisees. They have operators. And at the time, my operator was telling me, it's like, well, corporate spends a lot of money to do surveys around the country at different regional cultures of what's considered clean and proper and looking good, so to speak. Because of course, those employees, they want to give off the image of clean cut, looking good and uh, supposedly this is like millions of dollars funneled into this project the majority of people in the united states supposedly thought beards were generally unkempt and unclean who are you surveying like tattoos now are more accepted than they ever were before in american culture so and beards aren't you don't want beard hair in your food but how often do those hairs fall out i was about to say and i'm not trying to sound sexist here this just was the fact of the matter when i was a manager nine times out of ten we wound up with like a hair in a particle of food or something like that it came from women <laughs> let's be honest after a woman takes a shower your drain gets fucked with hair but yet <laughs> they still have more hair to shed it's a paradox man when my hair falls out it's, it gone. Falls, it's gone it's gone women are like freaking chia pets it blows my mind the uh the longest relationship i was in was with a girl she lived with me for about two years i swear to god man this girl would shed everywhere in the bed on the couch in the shower and bathtub and it was the thickest hair. Like, she had to go to a salon, and only certain salons could cut her hair right because it was so fucking thick. But you had, and she had a full head of hair. God, despite yeah. A, despite as much as fell out. <laughs> and bobby pins. I am still finding bobby pins to this day in my couch. I wasn't going to say it, but I am. Uh, a dog's the same way. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, hey, uh, yeah, pets in general. They cats. shed. Yeah, my cat sheds everywhere. Dogs, cats, girlfriends, pets of any type. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not that we're comparing women to pets. No. I'm not. <laughs> it's not fair, man. <laughs> I want my hair back. <laughs> But anyway... A guy uh, with a full head of hair at like 40? Yeah. Man, he stands the best chance of attracting all the women. Uh, Yeah, as long as that hair still has color. If not, they'll mistake him for 60. <laughs> but I guess, and I'm not one that's ever going to color cir- my hair. Circling <laughs> circling back here to the Chick-fil-A thing. Uh, I'll show you what I got. What's that? I don't know. That looks fine. You, you got enough. Shit. Hell, you got more than me. I don't have room to talk. I'm thinning for Dankshire and receding and, you know, you have to cut it a certain way so it kind of tricks it a little bit so it looks half presentable but it's it's gone you know i'm trying to remember here where i was going with the whole chick-fil-a thing the beards were a corporate oh yeah the survey blah 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 so i'm like jesus couldn't work here i guess he couldn't work there either because of his sandals no open-toed shoes Uh yeah that's where they get you that's where they get you man i wouldn't have to worry about non-slip resistant shoes with jesus because he can walk on grease. He can walk on water. He can walk on anything. Peanut oil, grease. Yeah. Isn't that what they use? Uh, peanut oil for the chicken, canola oil for the fries. That peanut oil, and I can eat peanuts. I'm not like allergic, but I can't eat those chicken sandwiches. Maybe it's not the oil, but the breading. 
The breading, in my opinion, has a lot of salt. Well, something in it doesn't sit right. I'm better off getting the strips. If I have to get something from there, I'm going to get the strips because the, they don't have the same breading. Oh, well, they do, it's but th- they have a different marinade. Well, it's much less bread. It's not as thick. Well, honestly, it really depends on who the breader is. Because I've some people will bread too much; it won't even fucking cook. They insulate the chicken. <laughs> well, that's my rap name, Bobby the Bread Man. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you didn't know. Yeah, I didn't even know you rapped, let alone what your name was. Look him up. He's got a lot more views than Robin Todd. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding, but I am a pretty good rapper. Ice Coffee Report. Hold on. Mm-mm. I don't think it's going to work this week. I don't think it's, it's in between. It's where they took the good coffee and mixed it. It's like a half and half tea. Yeah. It's half ass water, half <laughs> coffee or whatever it's supposed to be. I'll be honest with you. Like did you did you order a half and half? No. Oh, okay. No, it's the same thing I always order and my coffee, I just got a regular, it's, you know, black hot coffee. It, it's it it's a, not fresh. Was it a half and half? No. It okay. better not have been. Yeah, this is drinkable. It's just kind of I mean, it's better than it was last week. It really depends on who's behind the counter, and I fucking hate that. You think today they would have like a uh, a machine that just has a button? Oh, French vanilla iced coffee. Mm-hmm. No, it's a large. Oh, they want extra sugar. All right, now just pours it in the cup. You stir it, and put they're going to have to have that when the robots run the store. <laughs> yeah, and then when the robots revolt, who's going to run the store? Did you think about that? They're human slaves, that's who. We'll just, this is all, AI is just one big workaround right back to where we were. That's why I tell <laughs> kids to take mechatronics, robotics. I mean, McDonald's pay good money for somebody to go store to store and keep everything running. I was about to say, man, uh, the people that served uh, Chick-fil-A, they got, I think, $90 just to walk in the door before they did a damn thing. Because it's going to need maintenance service. It's yeah. going to need new installs, new setups, and when something breaks, it's really got to get fixed. Which will happen often. Did you hear about the break-ins over at the car park? No. At the parking garage? No. It's wrong on so many levels. So accurate. <laughs> okay. Why is Chick-fil-A so successful? Why? They figured out how to sell fried chicken to white people. <laughs> the good oh, old Chick-fil-A jokes. I know, right? I saw a bunch of old people protesting outside of Chick-fil-A. Really? They were raising canes. Oh! Which I just found out that's another chicken franchise. What makes a priest sweat in the summer? I don't know. Come on, take a guess. What would make a priest, a Catholic priest, sweat in the summer? Yeah. <laughs> Exercising. Not even crickets. Damn. I have exorcised. <laughs> yes. There we go. This house is clear. What's got 99 balls and makes old ladies scream? Bingo. Ah! <laughs> My wife told me to stop impersonating a flamingo. That bitch. I had to put my foot down. <laughs> so stupid. That's that's, <laughs> that's, and that's jokes. And that's jokes, everybody. Hey. Shoot, I thought I was calling your cell phone. I, I wasn't looking. I was just, hey. Hey, we got you on air. Hey, what's going on? What's going on with you? Oh, not much. I brought my future son-in-law over here to see if he could get a fishing license. And? Denied? Yeah. Why? So he just 
went in the store, so I was making a phone call while he went in there. There's a look like a waiting some water right outside the place we're staying. What do you call them again? I'm sorry. Channels. Yeah, yeah. So he saw some big fish in the channel off the balcony, and so he's determined to go catch some of them. So I'll have to keep you guys updated. If you're on Tinder and get catfished and they're a big old person, it's a channel cat. <laughs> That's what Shane used to call them. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, they're big in the channel. So why was he denied a fishing license? He wasn't. She just... Oh, he wasn't. Oh, oh. I just brought him over. It was like the, there was traffic, so I just basically brought him across this busy road. Knowing him, he may not have his license or regular license or something on him. He may get denied still. <laughs> We're at the beach, and it's 86 degrees, and he's wearing boots, long Jeez. jeans. Jeez. He just doesn't have not one pair of shorts, bless his heart. And he doesn't have a fishing pole nor a license, but he's going in to try to get the pole now <laughs> and the license. So hopefully before the end of the day. If not, you could just go to a Red Lobster or something. <laughs> the crazy thing is, though, the sucky part is he's allergic to fish now. Wait, what? He can't even eat them. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't know that was an allergy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to actually, like, he was eating, I think it was trout. He was eating some kind of mountain fish, and he had an allergic reaction, and they had to give him epinephrine. Holy shit. I didn't know yeah, that was a thing. He won't touch any kind of fish. Like, we're get, when we go get fish, he has to go to McDonald's and get something to take with him. You know, if, if he got the fish at McDonald's, he'd probably be safe. That's just a shot in the dark there. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that is fish, so. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think he'll be all right. I don't know what he's eating, but I'm pretty sure the trace amounts of fish in it will not hurt him. Not a doctor. I'm just well, what, taking a guess. What's today's topic? What kind of questions do you have? We are saving them for next week. Yeah, this is kind of like a, a short shorts kind of night here where it's just like coming up with like something small funny interesting hopefully but mostly small and funny chick-fil-a came back up because why not everyone loves chick-fil-a todd we need a raisin canes and easily badly todd's never had i've never had it i never even heard of the franchise until honestly recently uh something about their sauce apparently their main sauce is something to to maybe that's That's fine, but the chicken's really where it's at, the chicken itself. They have one in Clemson, kind of. It's in a student center. Sometimes they have odd hours. Like if it's spring break, they may not be open type thing. It's good to call ahead, see if they're open. And then there's nowhere to park. I'll just pay the meter. It's $1.25, $2, but it's that or walk three miles. (laughs) Or have someone drop you off and circle back around. (laughs) There you go. Where's my chauffeur? Let's go. I'm on three times around the block. That will give me plenty of time. You granted, you'll be the oldest person in there. The college kids look like sixteen-year-olds to me. I know they're eighteen and older, I guess, but they look—they just look young. So you come here often? You, you, you'll stand out a good bit, especially if you're wearing Texas attire and stuff like that. I mean, I fit in, but you might have trouble. Well, you'll have to take him sometime. Yeah, we do need to go. That's worth... I'll drop you off and circle the block. Okay. (laughs) So what beach are you at? We're at Siesta Key, right next to Sarasota. Okay. Kind of like chilling in the sand and all that? Oh, yeah. We're going to go to the beach, I think, tomorrow. But right now, I was going to rest after driving for so long, but then Sean was just, like, chomping at the bit like he was a drug addict. (laughs) That's a... Okay, yeah. He was jonesing for that fish and gotcha. so he's in there right now trying to get it. You got any of those uh, fishing license? <laughs> he might be. Hey, Brittany. So Brittany's on there. If you have any questions, she's in the car now. 
I don't guess I have any. I mean, wait, who's my daughter? Oh, Todd might have some. Yeah. Well, the first one was who's Brittany? I already had that answered, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's um, my twenty-two-year-old daughter. She's about to get married. Oh well, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I, I have a question. I always ask this of couples. What was the line that your future husband used on you to go to take you out on your first date? There's no telling. No, no, she might remember. This this could be interesting. She's thinking they were quite young when they met. Just turned 16. Okay. <laughs> when, hey, when he... When he proposed, did he say anything? Because I saw that video. I think he just took the knee and pulled the ring out and didn't say anything. <laughs> it's like, you know what's going on here. Come on. Very quiet. Okay. <laughs> he probably just said, will you marry me, but really quiet. Yeah, pretty much. You wanna? <laughs> uh-huh. You wanna? The Sky Bridge, Gatlinburg. Doesn't get much more romantic than that for a proposal. Well, that just stole. That just took my idea. So thanks a lot, guys. Now well, I got to think was, of something else. The same night, another couple got engaged. They were um a little bit further down, but it was almost at the exact same time too. It was pretty interesting. So there's no telling who they were cheering for. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Unless they run up and grabbed you by the shoulders and were like, "Yes, yes, yes," and then you know it was you. Yeah, it was a big love fest. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Big old love fest. I've been in several love fests. It gets crowded. Uh, Jeremy's getting married today. Oh, Probably right this second. I bet it's happening right now. Oh, wow. Here comes Sean. I think he's got something in his hand. It might be good. If it's a wad of cash, I would floor it out of that parking lot. Sean, did they give you a fishing license? No. They said they closed at 6. Oh, they close at 6. No fishing license after 6. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. That was something the uh, fish politicians passed in order to deter fishing. Uh, you're on air. <laughs> Oh my god. What is this? Hair ties and a fishing tackle thing? Yeah. How about a fishing rod? Did he get that half of the equation? No, no fishing rod. They closed at six. Oh, that store closes at six. You know, if they have a Cabela's, you can probably get a license there. Or a Bass oh, Pro. Or... Yeah, uh, Sean went in there to a tackle store and got Brittany some hair bows. Oh, okay. well, that's sweet. Sean has a little bit of an attitude. Ill. Okay, so who who, who, who wouldn't be after getting denied a fishing license? I know it. So Sean is the fiance. Okay. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. The one that's got a long yeah. flannel shirt, does, jeans and boots on, yeah, does, summer sun. Does he remember the line he used to take her out on their first date? Do you remember the line that you used to take Brittany on her first date? He's smiling and shaking his head no. Oh, damn. Like, not even a, can't even paraphrase it. Like, I always ask, I like asking couples like this because you can find some interesting stories, but I guess I wound up bust tonight. I need pickup lines. Make some up. He's thinking a minute. Okay, mm. I'm patient. Yeah, one thing about his uh, flannel shirts and cowboy hats and boots and long jeans, he, d- he won't need sunscreen. <laughs> no. Maybe on the tip of his nose. <laughs> oh guess what there was a mclaren down here a minute ago what model yeah i don't know i didn't catch that it was bright yellow it was blinding me if you had to guess was it a 720s or a senna gun to your head you have to guess senna. wow bang bang for sure <laughs> those are those, no one had i mean like three people have one of those It'd be awesome if it was. If it has a little like plexiglass in the door and you can see their legs and stuff, it might have been one. That's not good. When I go by drive through sometimes, I don't wear pants. <laughs> I did not see his legs, so that it was not it. He mm. had a cheaper version. Bang, then. Uh, yeah, definite bang. Bang, bang, bang. Here, I need someone to shoot. Let me. 
Okay. <laughs> like, Are you looking up one? How would you pick up a, a girl if you were to th- pick up That's a girl? not even a thing. Pickup lines aren't even a thing. Uh, guys throw a, a little game out. You know, it may not be a pickup line, but it's definitely a, some sort of ruse to instigate conversation. I had my phone out one time and a, a girl told me that all my messages to her were not coming through. I didn't have her number or nothing like that. So it was kind of like a... So yeah, that some, was the icebreaker. Yeah, it was a... I'm not getting all your messages. She was just pointing out that <laughs> she was there and I was there and I was using my phone. I was thinking about getting some truck nuts from my Civic just to kind of make it stand out, pop a little bit on the road. The big, long, spiky lug nuts? Truck nuts. Oh, uh, yeah, that hang off the back, yeah. off the trailer hit, off the hit. Yeah, it's got my, it's got the scrotum, the testicles, and, you know, I, I can but, imagine that being a bitch, though, if you're going through a parking lot with speed bumps. Da-da-da, the Hill of Doom. <laughs> we'll probably name it something else, don't you think? Mordor. Yeah, something. It needs something scary and intimidating. So I threw out the challenge last week, maybe? Yeah, to me and Brian, which yeah. the, the two worst people you could challenge with any physical activity whatsoever. If you told us, hey, guys, can you do five push-ups right quick? See who does five push-ups the quickest. No. We'd get to two and probably pass out due to mere ex- exhaustion. The challenge of running up the hill the quickest, not up and back down or around. Op- no, just straight up the hill. Running up and- that hill. I am about to lay the gauntlet down myself. I'll be hard to beat. I'm 40 years old, so we're going to put some age classes on this thing. Right quick, are you 40 for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. How old are you, Todd? I'm 39, and I'm going to, I'm riding that. I'm, I'm a young in here. Are you 39? I wow. am. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Wow. I'm not the big old 4-0 yet, man. So. I'm still a youngin'. I'm still cool. I used to run track in high school, and I never had good wind. I was quick, but I would get so <laughs> exhausted after a lap. Yeah. If I, the coach wanted us to run six 400-meter <laughs> runs back to back to back, and wanted them all to be under like a minute 10 what for is, practice. What is like someone chasing you or something? So I would run one, be pretty sick. He would have us like walk half a lap and then go again. And um, after the second one, I had to just lay in the grass. Like that. <laughs> I was done. And he used to fuss at me so much because he was mad that I wasn't going to keep, tr- like as if it was an effort thing. It wasn't effort. Like I was, my body was just shut down. My acid or whatever was built up and it built up quick. I was about to say, he didn't have to kick you in the throat when you were down. That was a little excessive. Well, as much as he grumbled, I still stayed on the 400. I still stayed on the 4 by 400 because I was faster than the other guys that wanted on that would probably have ran all six laps. I mean, I couldn't help it. <laughs> anyway, as an adult, I was 26, had access to a track where I was living, and I thought, eh, I'm going to go run. I hadn't ran. I'd been working overtime. I had been in school. I hadn't been doing much athletic. I, well, I was lifting weights, but that was about it. And I said, let me go see. How slow have I gotten? So I ran a 400. I think my first time was like a minute eight. And I might not have pushed it to the extreme that I could have. So I went back a few days later and ran a minute three. I thought, well, once I get under a minute, we'll maybe do some other things. And the next time I ran it, I was under a minute. It was 59, but I was under. I thought that same day, let me uh, lay down a 100 meter as a baseline, see what I can do in a 100 meter. I took off when my, somewhere about halfway through, when my leg went forward, the groin muscles in my left leg cramped, I guess. When my leg went back, they just ripped all to hell. It was the cr- craziest. This is why I don't run, if anyone wonders. 
Well, it's plagued me ever since when I've really tried to run full bore. Like, yeah. I've been chased by yellow jackets, and I'm trying to run, and my groin's still acting up. <laughs> groin's like, nope. I've tried to play pickup basketball. It's just a problem ever since. So I'm, I'm still going to run the hill. <laughs> Despite that. Despite if, everything you just said of why you shouldn't run the hill and why it would probably hurt like hell, I'm going to run the hill, and I'm, it's going to hurt like hell. Well, it might not. Yeah, it, it might. I, but I don't want to give it too pansy of an effort. It's going to be tough mentally. Sacrifice the groin. It's going to be tough to give it 100%, but I'm going to lay down some good time anyway. Now, we've got, I just talked to him on the phone, Trackstar David, who <laughs> is like going to the state meet right now, maybe in the 4x100 and stuff. He says he's going to come do it tomorrow. So he's going to blister me. And that's all there is to it. I feel like if we both held up, if we had to carry 100-pound weight in each hand, like 200 pounds, yeah. I think I could beat him then. But I don't know. I don't have 100-pound weights either to try. So I have ankle weights somewhere. That wouldn't slow him down. Oh, really? No. I'm I don't think that would slow him down. But for my age group... I'm going to lay down a time. And let's call it 34 and up. No one 40 years old is going to try this. I'm going to give a little leeway and say 34 and up. I was about to say, I know a lot of 39-year-olds that wouldn't try it either. And if you're under 34, you're contending with track star David. Who is an 18-year-old young man, probably in the peak of his health. I'm going to do one of those things where if you can beat him, you'll get a little bit of prize money. And it's not going to be much. It might be a Rob and Todd t-shirt. <laughs> could be a Rob and Todd cheese grater. It depends on what swag we have at the Commem- time. Salt and pepper shakers. Those uh, plates that your grandmother puts on a shelf in the kitchen and never eats off of. China. Robin Todd China. Good wedding gift, though. It's a wedding gift. Good is a rather relative term. So I think we put the most effort into our gravy bowl when we were (laughs) designing that. I like it when it comes out of my mouth. The gravy bowl. Man, we spent some time on that. (laughs) <laughs> they were patient out at the design studio, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah Rob, not- Rob is the handle. <laughs> we'll let you imagine the rest. That's That'd be something, though, if someone beats it. David? Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Hey, if they do, uh, he'll get another chance. <laughs> well, he have it's- to give back the money, though. No. Okay, okay, that's the key. He just doesn't get any more after that. All right, well, that's fair. He's going to be... If you're under 34 you got to contend with him. And if you're 34, et cetera, 70, you got to contend with me because I'm going to at least set the bar, despite the reasons that I shouldn't. There's a lot of reasons, actually. I like dislocated my ankle one time, really twice. Yeah. And when they got the MRI, they were like, oh, you got a couple torn ligaments. You want to fix them? <laughs> well, I should have. It's like but, a barber. It's like, hey, uh, you want me to do something about uh, your bangs here? <laughs> well, I should have, but I didn't. It was going to make the recovery like a little bit longer, but that ankle rolls really easy now. Yeah. It'll like about touch the ground and then I won't actually be hurt, but it's it's testing fate like that. Yeah. You're pressing your luck there. Because the couple times I have played basketball and someone's seen that thing just go all the way over and they're like, oh, he's done for. And then I'm not done for. They're like, what in the world? And it's just that it, the two ligaments, well, the, I'm not trying to be technical. That's but, good because I'm not technical. But I will be. But just the calcaneofibular and the anterior talofibular. Uh, they're gone. The fibulars. Yeah, they're gone. And that thing, it has the potential. It'll go. But, okay, so but, just. Just to reiterate, your groin is an issue. My back's an issue. Your back's an issue. That's the worst thing Your ankle is an issue. And your tibulars? (laughs) Yeah. Both of them. My tibulars. (laughs) It's not my tibulars. 
It's not your tibulars. No, it's the fibulars. Fibulars. I'm sorry. My f- the fibulars. Mm-hmm. They're just under the tibulars. And there's a rule. No cleats. No cleats. No shirt. No <laughs> shoes. No pants. However <laughs> you want to go. But you at least got to have like a G-string or whatever. Yeah. You got to cover your private Loin cloth. But you can go topless, male or female. Yeah. We'll just record you from behind. Because it's going to be tough to edit out and blur out the front. If you're a female that wants to go completely nude, actually, we'll, we'll just record from behind. Yeah, and feel free to do any somersaults or backflips that you'd like, you know, while celebrating that you're finished. I have this all played out in my head. Uh, I've got a bad abdo- <laughs> abdominal tear, too, that, Jesus that flares up. And that could get me, too. I didn't think about that. When that thing goes, that's you, tough, too. You are going to be a head in the jar soon, man. You are, you're you're falling apart, dude. Well, when my back got so bad and I couldn't really lift weights, I just was going to trim out. And I got super ripped, you know. Yeah. But I overworked my abs. And they were, like, super fatigued. And then I was doing a mundane task. No, I was still trying to bench press but it was not much weight that thing popped like hell my my ab and that thing re-injures all the time now god and it's stupid it wasn't like i was really straining they were just so fatigued because i was overworking them at the time can't work out hardly i wish i could i miss it but mm, i'm hurt man i'm bad hurt it's not the end of the world i mean you can still do some nothing hardcore it's like a slap in the face to walk in the gym a because it hurts so damn bad yeah. It's a slap in the face to do anything, though, because of that. So I guess that's not much different. But to go in there and just piddle around. <sighs> but whatever. Hey, I got all those handicaps, but I'm not claiming them. It, my time's my time. Yeah, he parks in the regular parking spots. I can vouch for that. Also, it's, it's misting out there. The grass is wet, and I'm running uphill. Okay. So that's a handicap. What's the and, worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, and there's, like, sticks and stuff on the hill. Yeah. And that, well, hell, the, let's, the, throw in, let's throw in a snake, too, just for the hell of it. The terrain's not really even. But anyway... Todd's going to spray paint the finish line. I'm kind of looking forward to that. I got him some yellow spray paint. Uh, Yeah, it smells delicious. Now, for him to say, like, go, we don't have one of those guns. I mean, I've got a gun that shoots real bullets. Mm. You could shoot it into the ground. But eh, there's already so many things that could go wrong. I figure we'll skip that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We'll find some other way. Yeah, I was about to say, because people hear a gunshot, it's going to turn a few heads. It's legal. We're barely outside of the city limits, but we are. You can shoot a gun anytime. It's just, I don't know, I see some people just being like, what was that? Call the cops. We won't do it, but I think we can look at it on the computer and like trim it down to the actual run and time it that way most accurately. Sure. That's probably going to be the only accurate way to do it anyway. It definitely would be fair. So here we go. All right. This is our after the hill climb challenge. The post run report. Bill whipped my ass that first time. He Ooh. got me by a tenth of a second. I couldn't stand it, and I didn't want to wait till tomorrow. No. So I went again. So I climbed back up that damn hill. And I filmed him doing it again. <laughs> that last little part gets really steep, and it surprises you when you're running. Anyway, I shaved over a second off my time. 15.05. Take that, Bill. Clean off. Whipped him. Well, you beat him, yes. You beat him by a second. That's a good, solid win. I want some people to try it. you got to realize, I'm straight off the sofa for the last 15 years because my back is wrecked. But I never ran. I don't run. I don't do the treadmill. I don't do the stair step. I was about to say, the, the, the stair climber, that's the one that would honestly help you in something like this. We'll see what TSD's got on it. We'll see. That'll be, that'll be a real good, <laughs> what do you call a data point. That's going to be a real solid indicator of how tough it is. Because when I called him, he said, oh, yeah, I run up hills all the time for training. I do it every day. That's what he said. Mm. Hey, Bill. Yes. Did you hear about in the news the protest at Chick-fil-A with the elderly? 
what is it, 65 and ups? Something like that. It was uh, older people. I didn't hear about that. They're out there raising canes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, Peter's going to be after you for beating a dead horse like that. Uh, a hill climb. Extreme hill climb. Well, it was. So... I am the hidden participant. And um, the one-time champion. <laughs> the one-time champion. Okay. I ran it once in an unprepared state in street <laughs> shorts. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. inebriated wearing lounge pants. I uh, <laughs> Non-matching attire. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was classic like hell. Not my sponsorship from Adidas. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a 16 flat. Yes. Well, that's a real good time for a 200-meter run. <laughs> So, yes, Robert went back and got a 1505. 1505. Okay. Mm. I thought it was a 15.5, so 15.05. So the gauntlet has been thrown down, and I have to apparently beat that time. Or you will die. No. Okay, maybe not. No, I may hurt my knee in the process. but Mm, You may wish you would die. (laughs) (laughs) It would definitely ruin my day. Good time of year for death. asthma which okay yeah, that's pretty, pretty close i do plan to participate again i have to defend my honor as the- <laughs> there's no more honorable title oh right, there is right well, wow that makes everything seem bleak in this world right i did run track in high school literally 25 years ago wow when you put it like that yeah you deserve like a cake or a watch I, or something I, yeah <laughs> and also did high jump i assume we're not doing high jump uh, competitions while that's next here. week no the 400 used to be my main event we've got a big enough field for javelin shot put stuff like that the hammer throw what's the one where you have to like steeplechase or something you gotta like jump in a puddle for some reason as part of the um, event yeah. three-legged race yeah okay <laughs> sack race right right all Burlap of the sack. we can do uh yeah sack race ultimate pillow case pillow fighting which is a real thing if we can retrieve those out there with the bird feathers those would oh that would really just... bust when they bust yeah but at the same time they smell half as bad as you described it that's a whole new challenge right there <laughs> i washed them the ones with bird feathers and it just made it smell like damp poultry it just brought the stink out to have done that. He uses gain, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Perhaps you should have used tide. Dove. 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 Clever. For, for the feathers. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, that was jokes. <laughs> <laughs> their chocolates do taste way better than their soaps. Yeah. I don't know why, but I've run into so many women in my life that have admitted to me. You should get new glasses. Yeah. No, that's intentional. It's my icebreaker. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. It's too many hands. <laughs> <laughs> Always tell me they love Dove chocolate, especially when they're ovulating. I don't know why they felt compelled to tell me that, but that's just facts that I'm burdened with now. I have different burdens to bear than you. <laughs> well, it's Todd. You can open up about the Dove chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> We're all friends here, man. Robert likes the special dark. Special dark. Hershey's. Seems like Hershey's. Everyone's got like a dark, it seems. Reese's now has a dark. It's like, quit fucking with something you already made perfect. You're only going to go downhill. That brings up another good topic. People who have remade songs, if the original is really well known, then are you going to be able to top it? And I think there's only a couple of times where yeah, it's been kind of successful. No, no, you're right. You're right. It's just, here's the thing I don't understand. Blue Monday is a great song. And when it was covered by Orgy in the late 90s, they just redid the same song. And it's like, okay, you're not going to do 
do anything different? It's well, already a good song. You don't have to do it exactly what, the fucking same. It's what Weezer did with Africa by Toto. And they both sound similar. I mean, they're pretty good. I don't know which now, one's better. Now, a great difference would be, uh, I always thought about this, the Ramones Blitzkrieg Bop versus Rob Zombie's Blitzkrieg Bop. I'm unfamiliar. You would have to take your word for it. Google that. Listen to I, it. They're two you know, totally here, different. Here's one that's different, and I, I think they did a really good job. Metallica, when they did Bob Seger's Turn the Page. Or Whiskey in the Jar, because yeah. the oh, original yeah, Whiskey yeah, yeah. in the Jar was like a little whimsical tale back right. then, Lizzie, and then right. they brought some... Yeah, you know, they made it heavy. Right. I'm going to give props to Metallica for covering songs and up in the game. Garage Inc., Garage Days, those are great albums, in my opinion. I'm trying to think of other covers here. That, that You're 311 guy. Did they do anything? They covered Love Song that was originally by The Cure. That What they did is they slowed, they mellowed the tempo down because the tempo was actually, you know, pretty fast for a love song and they made it a little reggae. And that, honestly, I think served the song better for huh. the type of love song that it was trying to be. You know, back in the 90s, an entire album came out called Enconium that was just covers of Led Zeppelin songs. A few of them got radio time. There were actually some pretty good ones in there. Stone Temple Pilots may have covered something pretty well. Um, um, Scott Weil, he was a part of, uh, I think it was Stoned Immaculate, which was a cover of uh, The Doors hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Scott Weiland did Light My Fire. I think he did Light My Fire. God, forgive me if I'm wrong it's either light my fire or it could have been riders on the storm maybe or something but whatever he did i thought he did a great job with it in his own way he wasn't trying to play karaoke he was making it his mm-hmm. own didn't uh, cheryl crow do one on that album i want to say she did like God, the i need to look that album back i'm looking up popular song remake that was like the oh, oh, Tainted oh, love. oh, oh, oh yeah oh. marilyn manson did that which for yeah. his style he did a good job it was off the soundtrack of a not another you teen movie girls just want to have fun they're listing cindy lauper i don't know who the original she's one. the original she's the original girls just want to have fun was one that cheryl crow then she remake that i think uh, if i'm not no, wrong, Madonna, i think maybe hootie and the blowfish had a cover on that too i'm not too familiar with their catalog covers <laughs> may not be bad but we need jamie here because george jones redid some stuff that you thought was his original but it yeah wasn't. i was about to mention johnny cash did uh nine inch nails hurt oh yeah and that was uh, really good yeah that he turned a sadomasochistic song into something that was emotional and raw yeah, like a reflective, yeah. you know, I feel bad about some things I did in my life kind of song. Exactly. And that's that's the amazing thing with art. Respect by Urethra. Urethra. Urethra yeah. Franklin. Franklin was originally an Otis Redding song. Right. Yeah. yeah. I heard somewhere that Alice Cooper has a writing credit for Light My Fire by The Doors. Hound Dog by Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah. Well, anything by Elvis Presley. He didn't write a goddamn thing was originally by Big Mama Thornton. He stole black people's music to make millions. Never forget that. Also, he hooked up with Lisa Marie when she was 14 and he was 24. Swallow that for a little bit. I love rock That's what and roll. He said. <laughs> John, John Jett was. We'll have to edit that out. No, 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 no. Turn it up. Turn it up. I love rock and roll was originally by The Arrows. Never heard Never of them. Never heard of them. Yeah. Never heard of by John Jett. It's interesting because in both of those songs you just mentioned, like Respect, it really is from more of a male perspective. And then again on I Love Rock and Roll, it's like, hey, I saw her. She had to be about 17. It doesn't really make as much sense, but the voice sound better on those female artists but the lyrics really don't make as much sense all along the watchtower Jimi Hendrix was originally Bob Dylan I knew about right. that Bob Dylan right. wrote a
a lot of songs that a lot of people... And Jimi Hendrix version is better. Oh, uh, here we go. Blinded by but, the Light was originally Bruce Springsteen, but the version everyone remembers, and that's on a lot of famous movie soundtracks, Man, Fred, Man. Yeah, I was just now looking at that. You really got me. Van Halen was uh-huh. originally by the Kinks. Yeah. Right. I'll throw this in just because it's not rock. Yeah. Killing Me Softly, the Fugees. Originally, Roberta Flack. Never heard of Roberta Flack, but I do remember the Fugees very well. Yeah, I'm just throwing it in there because it's pretty well known and it's not rock. There were some pop or rock hits that went country. And vice um, versa. Dolly Parton's I'll Always Love You. You well, know, when Whitney Houston yeah, started Whitney hitting the high notes. Sort of blew that out of the water. Yeah. You're right. Elvis Presley did a lot of basically... He didn't write a damn thing. People gave him songs. Same thing with Whitney Houston, by the way, which is why she got Dolly Parton's song. They would buy the, the rights to... Elvis you know. took performance to a new level. Same thing like Michael Jackson did. Michael Jackson, he didn't produce any of his shit, and I don't think he really has any writing credits, but he's a showman. And hey, Whitney Joe. Houston has such range that she could just sing whatever. And that ass. Red Red Wine, UB40. That is originally Neil Diamond. Wow. Mm. That sounds like something he'd write. Neil yeah. Diamond. Yeah, I never really liked a lot of his stuff. See, this is not surprising. Come Together, Aerosmith, originally the Beatles. Beatles, but yeah. I remember the Beatles version more. Yeah, but that's been covered a lot. Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney did Come Together. Not just Aerosmith, but Godsmack did Come Together. American Woman, Lenny Kravitz, The Guest Who. Yep. Mm-hmm. Both are good versions. Higher Ground by the Red Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers is... Hold on. Hold on. Don't tell me Stevie Wonder. Yep. Yeah. Hey, God, this could be... A thousand points for Todd. Thank you. Ah. Bill, he's ahead. I haven't granted you any points. I feel like we're playing one of my games here. This is kind of fun. Because the Night, 10,000 Maniacs. Originally, Bruce Springsteen. Jesus. That guy writes a lot of shit, man. Mm-hmm. In collaboration with Patty Smith. Oh, Bruce, that. Yeah. She probably wrote like 90% of it. And he's just like, it'd be cool if I could get my name on there too. Thanks. My list ran out. It only went to 100 songs. <laughs> Winner with 10,000 points. Uh, 1,000. 1,000 points. Surprise. Well, oh, point multiplier. Oh, yeah. boy. Bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> well, with no preparation for this topic, we've rattled off a lot of yeah, That's how it is, yeah. Okay, bonus round. Uh-oh. With no points, mm. you can still win 999 <laughs> if you guess the correct answer. Todd, you can wager any of your 1,000 points. Okay. All of them if you want to. Okay. What, what's the deal? It's just like Jeopardy. Okay. Except you can play final trivia with no points here. Okay, that's cool. And win up to 999. Uh, I'm going to bet one point. Point? Okay. One point. I like it, Bill. Now, hopefully you can... I'll wager 999. (laughs) That is one thing about wagering with zero. You could wind up in the negatives. Oh, well, maybe I should just wager two. (laughs) What's the question? Or the answer, if we have to give it in the form of a question. Or the name of the song, and we'll just name the artist. It seems to be how this is Oh, do we have to name two artists? Two artists or the, the original artists? The, so the original and the cover? Oh, let's just wait till he says something here. I'm, yeah. I'm open to anything. Okay, mm. we're going to do three questions. No. Oh, God. Okay, no. this is right. grown. Okay. It's the best two of three. Uh-huh. Okay. But if you, you know, tie, we'll go to a fourth. Okay, or a potato can sack we, race. Can we use a pen and paper for yes. the math questions? From which song would you find this lyric? On the edge windowsill, ponders his maker, ponders his will to the street below. I got he it. just ain't nothing, but he's got a great view. Could I got you, nothing. Could you even get the artists, Todd? No, I got no. nothing. It's Deep by Pearl Jam. 
You were right. Ah, uh, <laughs> that song yeah. was written by Eddie Vedder when he was in an apartment, and the guy above him, he was pretty sure, was doing drugs. So when he says it's on the windowsill, he's in deep. He was talking about the guy injecting himself deep. He was worried he was going to go over the edge. I heard it on satellite radio one day. <laughs> <laughs> you know Eddie Vedder's real name? Probably Edgar Vedder. <laughs> Edward Severson the Third. Vetter, I think, was his yeah. original dad's name. Ah. Not his stepfather. This song, if you can or name it. Or stepfather's name. If you can name it, you officially get the point. But if neither can name it but one can name the artist, that'll count for the point. Here's the lyric. Okay. This song started as a rap against haters, but that would be giving into the instigators. That sounds familiar, but I need a beat to it. Uh, <laughs> Just saying it makes it sound fun. I got a guess at the artist. I'm not sure. Come up with a guess for the artist. Eminem. Bill. I'll say LL Cool J. Okay, neither one's right. Yay. It's 311. Oh. This song started as a rap against haters, haters, but that would be given into the instigators. Mm. Does anyone come up with the song title? Electricity. Bill? I'm going to say electricity. Okay. This We're going to the... give a point tie <laughs> yeah. for electricity. Yeah. <laughs> You're all tied up. Oh, boy. No, wait a minute. I got the Pearl Jam question. Yeah, you got the Pearl Jam thing. I know, but I'm giving that one to Todd for getting electricity. (laughs) I saw you copy his answer. Uh. (laughs) Take that. Yeah. Can't get past him. One more song lyric trivia. It's true. It's on my paper. Yeah, what route should I go? It's different when you talk the lyrics. Yeah, I know. Yep. You want me to play a song and y'all na- yell out who knows what Wow, name first? that too? I mean, I uh, guess, sure. You got to get the artist and... Artist and the name, since if we're getting a song. you artist, that pauses the clock. And yeah. you get to answer the song. Gotcha. In other words, there's no need to talk over each other. Hold on. Are you ready? The ad's playing, but it'll be after the ad. Okay. Let's get it on. Marvin Gaye. No, Shaggy. Oh. Boom Boston. Uh, the title is truly Boom Bostic. Yeah. Not it, even Mr. Boom Bostic. No, no, Boom Bostic. I mean, Mr. Romantic. It threw me with the opening line. The wah, opening. Wah, yeah. Yeah, that is kind of the same. But if it but was then, right, it would be Marvin Gaye. But then when he said Mr. Boom Bostic, you didn't yell out Shaggy and freeze the clock. <laughs> I did. That's Todd. true. Todd got it. Yeah. With a thousand one points. Yeah, a thousand and one. Bill, you really didn't get anything wrong, so we'll fr- actually you got a question right. We'll give you two points. Uh, you get a steak knife set as a consolation right. prize. That is consoling. It's yeah. the old one that I don't use anymore, but <laughs> I feel consoled. Todd. Yeah. First place. What did I win, Robert? You get. Uh, you know, a half-filled thing container of laundry detergent, yeah, some toasters. Your, it's like the arcade. No, go no. Take your thousand tickets in for. <laughs> Great! I get a pencil with a beaver eraser. You get a exactly. pillow with feathers. Three <laughs> <laughs> to choose from. Slightly damp, but washed. All smelly. Okay, officially, a pillow with feathers. Three to choose from. Go Todd! <laughs> Team Todd. Actually, I, I want my pencil with a beaver eraser. I think that would be the best prize. Ain't that the way? Bill got ahead in the Extreme Hill Climb Challenge. <laughs> and then he got ahead in this, too. But managed to steal defeat from the jaws of victory. Rigged. <laughs> He's taking the Trump strategy. Well, obviously, if I lost, they're wrong. Well, have you seen the graph? <laughs> All right. 